joining me on this journey and welcome to episode 42 of remembering our way home this week our featured guest is beloved son grandson nephew and brother to shell bean as a bermudian american artist to expresses his love and appreciation for his family and gratitude for cultivating a lifelong relationship with his ancestors. Welcome to Remembering Our Way Home, a weekly podcast to inspire, enlighten, and empower listeners via personal testimonies, discussions, and interviews with featured individuals who have embraced the transformational and ancient practice of ancestral veneration. Thank you, Tashelle, for being here with me today on Remembering Our Way Home. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. Sure. So what comes to mind first when you think of the word ancestor? Um, I think when I hear the word ancestor, I think of family past that guides you, those from your history that set the foundation that you walk along, that set the foundation that you hope that your predecessors, that your uh, successors will walk along as well. Nice. I see. So how did you first become aware of this idea of your ancestors? What was your first encounter with this? Well, my mother, as you know, (laughs) she's a very spiritual person. Um, Uh So she embedded that kind of connection with me and where I come from and and my people from birth. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, she's a very, she had a very close relationship with her grandmother And when she transitioned, I noticed she was already like this all my life, but especially Mm -hmm. after my my great-grandmother, her grandmother passed, Mm -hmm. um, we really started to to go heavy into building that bond with our ancestors, those that came before us. Wow, I see, I see. So with, with your own personal experiences, how has developing a relationship with your ancestors guided you on your life journey? Well, uh, I think being able to look at what they were able to accomplish in their lives has always been inspirational. Um, And the older I get, the more connection I feel with them. A lot of their gifts and talents, I know they passed on to me. And so... um, a lot of that tenacity, that determination, that stick to itiveness, because mm-hmm. um, as you know, the field I'm in is <laughs> it's not easy, um, and there are a lot of times when I, I do kind of I wonder like why am I doing all this? But 
every time I feel that way, I always feel them guiding me and keeping me focused on that foundation that they set for us. So I'm always grateful for that. Wow, I see. So what kind of gifts and talents, you know, do you think of when you think about your ancestors, your family? What kind of gifts and talents do you think you've gotten from them? Well, um, while I'm not as much of a musician as a lot of them are, like uh, my great-grandfather, he was this great trumpetist, and my grandfather was this excellent drummer, and my dad, my uh, my grandfather, who recently just passed, he was an amazing singer, and he was a percussionist. I, I'm not as heavy into instruments, uh, playing instruments, mm-hmm. but in all of my animation, um, I have I compose all of the music in it. Um, Even that entertainer spirit, I feel they've passed that along to me. Um, When I have to present, I always feel very guided by them. So, yeah. (laughs) How did you develop that gift of of animation? Did it just come to you? Well, I think... um, To tie that to my ancestors, I think because so many of them were entertainers, I think that aspect of it was always kind of what attracted me to animation. Like, it's sort of a different medium than what they were doing, but Mm -hmm. as as children, the first thing most kids look at is Disney movies, animation. And Mm -hmm. I, I, I I loved entertaining the kids around me, and I know what entertained me, so I maybe connect those dots, that's what attracted me to to that art form. Wow, that's powerful. What are some of the blessings, magic, and miracles you've experienced in your life as a result of this relationship with your ancestors? Anything I, powerful or magic? I have, I have two, two, okay. two good ones, I think, too. Okay. And they just happened this year, actually. Ooh, okay. Okay, so there, there's there been a lot of transition in my family this year. I I mm. lost the remainder, the remaining uh, grandparents that I had. Mm. Um, but my paternal grandparents, when they passed, there was a lot of friction within that family beforehand. Mm. When they passed, I saw burn bridges be mended. I saw relationships that I thought were unrepairable fix themselves. Wow. Um and I just I think that's a miracle. That is that is them bringing <laughs> us together in a form that is beyond this plane and I appreciate uh-huh. them for that. That's awesome. That's <laughs> um awesome. and, and my second one um you know life is cyclical. It's it, it, life and death and everything, it's all intertwined with each other. And with all of this transition in this year, my brother is having a newborn baby at the end of this year. Wow. And I just I just think that's a beautiful thing to witness and be a part of. <laughs> yeah, I see. That's beautiful. Hmm. Anything magical happened with you and your career? Anything? Well, I'll say this. Um, Before I went to college, 
my family was struck by a lot of tragedy all at once. Mm. Um, my father was diagnosed with prostate cancer. Mm -hmm. um, my brother had just been arrested. Uh, my mother had just lost her job. I was going through a lot. You know, I was a teenager, so I was going through all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I did not know what was going to be what was what my, the second phase of this little part of my life was going to consist of. I didn't know if I was going to be able to even go to college because we just didn't have the money to afford it. And wow. I remember somehow, well, not somehow, I, I worked hard through, you know, the guidance of my ancestors, but I do believe they helped me with this. Mm. I was able to get a scholarship to pay for the first three years of my college and the first semester of my last year in university wow. and oh my, my career I don't think would be where it is right now had I not been able to afford to go to art school. Wow. So I thank them for that. That is amazing and so you were able to leave your country. Yes. And, and Bermuda Bermuda, and, and attend school in the United States. That's awesome. Yeah and yeah. as you know up until last year I was even in the United States working up until you know COVID. I had and to return back to Bermuda temporarily, what, hopefully. <laughs> so what made you want to go home? Did you just feel you had more support being home with your family? or I That and, you know, on on a bigger level, um, to tie it to the ancestors, I think I was probably guided here because of what happened this year. Yes. I needed yes. to be with my parents while they went through this, especially yes. my father. He was so, so, so close to both of his parents and to mm. lose them within four days of each other. It was a lot. So I'm very grateful I was able to be physically with him during that. Yes, that's powerful. <laughs> wow. mm -hmm. When you think about your ancestors, is there a song that comes to mind or a film or a book? What comes to mind first when you think about your Oh, gosh, ancestors? there are so many. <laughs> what, what comes to mind first? Well, I think... Um, the first close relative I lost was my great-grandmother, my mommy Elsie, my mother's grandmother. Mm -hmm. And the 1997 film Soul Food, uh, Big Mama in that movie reminds me so much of mommy Elsie. Every time I see that movie, I think of her. <laughs> Wow. That, like, matriarchal, just, like, endless supply of love. Everybody comes to her when they need help. That's exactly yeah. who Mommy Elsie was. I always yeah. think of her. Um, you know, so many of my family members were musicians. Yeah. Um, my grandfather, my dad's father, um, one of his favorite songs was um, What a Wonderful World. Every mm -hmm. time I hear that song, I think of him. And they played it at his funeral. It was so beautiful. Like instrumental, did they like live or was it just a recording they played? Yeah. Um, so uh, there's a, a a pretty prominent uh, trumpetist Ooh. here, uh, Shine Haywood, and he Ooh. was he's a he's a close family friend on both sides, my mother and my father, um, okay. and he played he played uh, What a Wonderful World, and he's you know class act, so it was amazing. Oh, wow. I get chills even just thinking about it. <laughs> That is powerful. Wow. When you were um, away from your, your country and in the U.S., did you have your own sacred space in your in your um, home for your ancestors, or do you maintain space now? Or? You know, 
I'll, I'll be honest with you, Nadir. I don't think when I was out there, I think I had, I think I was starting to falter a little bit in mm-hmm. that. And because um, I think back on it, and honestly, I did not have that kind of space. And I don't think that was very good for my mental health. But I absolutely do now. Wow. <laughs> I have, in my work area space, I have pictures of all of my ancestors, mm. all of my family members who have passed away. So they're always looking at me while I work, so they can never think I'm just sitting around being lazy. <laughs> now you're making me think about that movie Coco. Have you yeah. watched it? Um, I love Coco. Coco's amazing. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> Why is developing a relationship with your ancestors important to show? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I think I have a good way to answer that. Okay. <laughs> I think I think developing a relationship with your ancestors helps you look at the world and life and the universe and existence with a lot more clarity. Ooh. Um like I've oh, I always say like life is like it's this beautiful painting and we're all Ooh. like little brush strokes. But mm-hmm. when you live when you live so like insularly, so individualistic it's like you're standing so close to the painting, all you can see is like blurriness and darkness. But if you take mm-hmm. a step back, you look at the picture for what it is, you get to see mm-hmm. the beauty of it. That's why having that type of relationship is so clarifying. It helps you be a lot more optimistic. Mm. <laughs> I like that. That is so beautiful. <laughs> I'm a beautiful artist. That is so amazing. So my final question is... Um, what would you say to inspire or encourage others who are interested in cultivating a relationship with their ancestors? Um, to inspire others, I guess I would just give my own testimony. I feel, I feel like this having this sort of relationship with my ancestors has done nothing but strengthen my relationships in general. Like, the relationship that I have with my parents, I think, is one of the most beautiful things in my life, and I'm so appreciative of that. My ancestors, all of them, they taught so much about respect, and Mm. I think that's why I have the type of relationship I do with my family, because we all have that mutual respect. Of course, I respect my parents, but I also feel like my parents respect me, and I think that is how we're mm. able to to maintain that unconditional love, and and we're able to basically talk about pretty much anything because mm. we always keep that respect with each other. Beautiful. Would you Would you mind um, expounding just a just a bit more about that relationship that you that you appreciate with your parents? Tell me about that. I, I do notice a lot of people's relationship with their parents goes one of two ways. I think sometimes I see people that are, because of lack of respect, I think they're too familiar with their parents where I see them Mm. disrespect them and chastise their own parents. And that makes me cringe every time I see it. I can't stand that. Makes sense. But, or... Or, on the flip side, I think there are people who feel so disconnected from their parents that 
they can't have a conversation with them about anything. They just, yeah. they're, it's like they're on two different planets. Even people that live with their parents and, like, don't speak with them. And I'm, I'm, I, I have people in my life that I know have relationships with their parents like this. Wow. And I just, I don't have that. My parents, whether we're together, whether we're apart, I feel like we talk regularly. I can basically tell them anything, all the stuff that's going on in my life. They can always tell when something's wrong with me. Aww. We've got like that. We've got that psychic connection when <laughs> something's wrong. When I was living in Atlanta, when something was wrong, Ooh. an hour later, my mother would call me and be like, "How are you doing?" <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that. That's powerful. That's powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Even your father, huh? I know men can be kind of closed off with your emotions, but your father does pretty well. He does great, all things considered. My dad is is not really a talker, (laughs) to be honest. Not like Um, your mom, right? (laughs) Exactly, and that's why they get along so well. They balance each other out. (laughs) (laughs) But but I'm able to talk to him so easily. And even, even sometimes when he doesn't really say much back, just the fact that he listens and I know he's listening, I think that's enough for me. I get it. I get that. Thank you for that clarity. As a graduate of Savannah College of Art and Design, specializing in screenwriting and motion graphics. Tashel returned to his family's home country of Bermuda to work in the film and television industry, leading the programming team with the Bermuda International Film Festival. Tashel eventually embarked on a solo career, creating and animating The Adventures of Rise, Bermuda's first full-length animated series. Mama Elsie must be proud. This week's scripted wisdom is in reflection of our guest, Tashel Bean. The basic connection between family will always be love. The most important thing in the world is family and love. John Wooden One finger won't make an impact. But you ball all those fingers into a fist and you can strike a mighty blow. Now, this family has got to be that fist. Mama Joe, soul food. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, What a wonderful world. 
I see skies of blue and clouds of white, the bright blessed day, the dark sacred night. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world.